Recorded Books Incorporated presents an unabridged recording of In Memory of Junior by Clyde Edgerton. Narrated by Sally Darling and Norman Dietz. This work, copyrighted 1992 by Clyde Edgerton, is recorded by arrangement with the Darrenshoff and Verrill Literary Agency. This recording is copyrighted 1993 by Recorded Books Incorporated. Go by the Baptist Cemetery in Summerlin, North Carolina, on any Sunday after church, and you will see all kinds of families weeding and sweeping the family plots. There's always a lot to do. Dumping out the potted poinsettias, dusting off the plastic peonies, making sure the kids know everybody dead and how they are kin to everybody living. Which cemetery, which plot, which tombstone, and what's carved on it are all of great consequence to the folks of Summerlin. But especially if their names are Bales or McCord. And now, in memory of Junior. Part One Truck Freight Chapter One Buster Douglas. I'll haul things. The footstone belonged to a Mr. Grove McCord, old man. It was on the Cutler, Arkansas to Summerlin, North Carolina run. I was in on the deal from pickup to delivery because this new administration at Truck Freight Limited come in with this idea that if we don't specialize, we'll be happier. So you pick up, you deliver, you forklift, you push paper, you do it all. Hair-brained idea. It takes somebody like Yellow Freight. They specialize. In other words, if I'm working for them, I either just drive or just forklift or just push paper. But at Limited, I have to do it all, and it makes one big mess. Because you got all these people that won't hold up their end of the deal. If the idea worked, it'd be okay. It don't work. So I got my name in over at Yellow Freight, but don't nobody here know it. Anyway, it so happened that this tombstone, footstone pickup, was my pickup. And then it was on the tail end of my deliveries. To start off, this old man, this Mr. Grove McCord, calls in saying to meet him out at Shady Willas, the main cemetery in Cutler. Says he's got a footstone to be delivered, that he'll pay cash. So me and Ed drive out there, and he's got this thing dismantled. There's the actual footstone itself, and this brass plate with his and his wife's names and birth dates and blanks for death dates on there, with all this fancy design work on it, and a little flower holder. He'd screwed the brass plate off the footstone and the flower holder off the brass plate. Me and Ed loaded it, got it up and just inside the back door of the trailer, no need to load it deeper. He wants to ride with us to the station, no car, no nothing. So I ask him about his transportation and all, and he goes into this about, by God, he'd always wanted to be buried in North Carolina anyway, so he'd just got a buddy to take him on out to the graveyard, and he'd dismantle the thing for shipment.' 
He's going to take care of it all himself, he said. He had cash money, a roll of fifties and twenties. We got to the station and packed the thing in a cardboard container and addressed it to a couple of his nephews in North Carolina. So, that was all that was left for him to do, he tells us, except get himself back to the BP station over on Huddle Road, close to his house, I guess. Ed to come on out there. Now, all this so far is not such a big deal, but listen to this. He said what he had to do next was figure out how to get himself to North Carolina, get a grave dug, get his nephews or somebody to help him set things up, get a white pine coffin delivered, get in it, shoot himself.